Welcome to the Confidence Crash Course, the podcast that will help you cultivate and capture your unique version of confidence. With a mix of tough love lessons and real life stories, each episode has some laughs, inspiration, and actionable tips that you can start implementing in your life right away. Get ready for a half hour of cultivating your inner strength and capturing the confidence that you deserve. The Confidence Crash Course is now in session. Oh my gosh, a lot has changed since the last time we talked. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, new background, what's going on? Um, If you're listening, I will explain. In the two weeks that has happened between um, listening to episode 11 and this episode, episode 12. A lot has happened. Actually, months have happened. Uh, There were a lot of things that were supposed to happen in the last month when it came to the confidence crash course. But, you know, you make plans and people laugh. So here we are. Um, I went ahead and released episode 11 just as it was. Um, because one, it was much easier to do it that way. And two, I just, I was happy (laughs) when I recorded that, um, intro, I recorded the episode and this episode like a month ago. Um, but I've been so lucky that Harley was just chill with just letting me do what I had to do and then release our episode late. And then today with Gio, you're going to love her. I'll talk about her in a second. She was also like, take your time. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot has happened. I live in St. Louis now back in the Midwest. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of updates head to Instagram for the update. But the thing I really want to tell you about is that I am doing my very first solo, not first, I've done these before, but this is my first me. It's me. Um, I'm doing my first workshop. This is insane. Um, It's the ego evolution, you know, ego death for beginners, the journey to an ego death. This has been something that I've been asked for quite a bit in the DMs. um, And I'm excited to kind of dive deeper into it. And I've pretty much you know, I've given you breadcrumbs here and there because it's hard to do the whole ego death without sitting down and saying, we're going to tackle or make strides towards this thing. So that's what the workshop is. Um, if you're interested, please, please, please DM confidence crash course on the go with Chloe, DM some lightning bolt emojis, or just say ego evolution. And let's talk because I really feel like every single person that gets in on this workshop is just mind blown, honestly. Um, But without further ado, this episode today, today, you are listening to an amazing episode with my girl, Gio. She is Glam Gio NYC on, um, I think all platforms, if we're being honest. And she has an amazing No Hard Feelings podcast um, about mental health and just really her journey. And she is someone that I really, I love. I will gush on her in the beginning of the episode because I freaking just want to like kiss her on the mouth. Um, but she is a mental health advocate. She is a graphic liner girly with hooded eyes. Like if you don't know what that means, just watch. This is probably one of those that you want to watch because like, oh, it's just so good. So without further ado, I'm going to get into the episode. It's amazing. And if you're interested in ego evolution, DM me. 
I need to hear all about, I need your origin story. I need chapter one, page one, tell me everything about you, Gio, because what you're doing, you seriously, like when I first met you in the virtual space, we were in the same program and I said, her, something about her, no, me, me, something about Gio just makes me feel instantly comfortable, instantly ready to just delve into my entire soul with you. I need to hear your entire origin story. Tell me about your graphic liner journey and like, when did you start? One, I felt the same way about you instantly. I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. And I've heard her say two words and <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad we felt the same way about each other. Oh man. So my graphic liner origin story started in 2020, started in pandemic times because I got laid off from my job in December of 2019. So I was in the process of looking for jobs and I was like almost signed on with a new job. And then of course COVID hits. Everyone was like, never mind. We are no longer hiring. Um, Timing's so a bitch. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I know it was rough, but that did give me more time to start experimenting with makeup. I had already been into makeup and I started a YouTube channel in 2018, but having a full-time job at the same time that was like soul sucking way more than 40 hours a week. I just barely had any time to work on it. Once I had the opportunity in 2020, I was like, okay, let's get serious and let's get funky. Because before I was posting like very basic tutorials. I was like your soft glam girl foundation reviews and stuff, which is fine, but it just wasn't the most fulfilling to me. And I had been wanting to try graphic liner for a long time. Pandemic times, I was like, all right, I'm not afraid to be stared at in public anymore because I'm not going in public. So I'm just going to play around with makeup in my room. And I got myself a little mini set of graphic liners. And I was pretty much obsessed from the first time I did it. So yeah, I just kept buying <sighs> more of them and trying new techniques. I was doing different looks every day because again, I wasn't leaving the house. So it was very easy for mm -hmm. me to go as bold as I wanted to. Now I'm more comfortable leaving the house and bold makeup looks like this. But at the time, I would not have felt comfortable leaving the house in something so colorful. So it was a, yeah. you know, a terrifying time, but a good opportunity <laughs> for me to experiment with my creativity. Oh, I so agree. I did so many like creative things during the quote unquote lockdown. Absolutely way to use your time. No, I find it so interesting because from a lot of your content, don't get me wrong, I binge your stuff. Like it's my job <laughs> all the time. And there's so much of your story that I would love to hear. What was the light bulb, like light bulb moment where you said, I love graphic liner and this makes me feel like me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you asked that because it really did feel like that the first time I did graphic liner. I just went full in, did like this rainbow eye look. And I look back and I'm like, my technique was a little rough, but I just remember <laughs> yeah. feeling so good. I took no less than a million pictures of myself on my phone and on my camera. I just remember feeling this is me. It. I literally had a moment where I was like, I finally found my makeup style. I've been into makeup for three years at that point. I started really watching YouTube videos after I graduated college in 2017. So I started to get more into makeup. But like I said, yeah. up until then, I had been doing neutral, no makeup. And I never thought of myself as being a colorful liner girly because I wasn't really mm -hmm. into wearing a lot of face makeup. Like I hated wearing foundation. 
just because I couldn't be bothered. Literally nothing. I could. I sweat. <laughs> I sweat. I touch my face. I'm a nervous lady. So I'm like going like this. I just couldn't do it. And then yes. I realized the eyeliner is out of my zone. I'm like, I can wear eyeliner. It's fine. I just love that the one, the way you do things, I'm like, it just clicks on so many levels. To me, I feel like your graphic liner journey is a little similar to my hair journey. I posted very mm. recently about everybody has their thing that whenever it's doing the job, you feel so good. And that's me with my hair. I remember when I first cut my bangs and I had the curl, like my classic Chloe look with the bangs and the curls and big old hair. When I finally solidified that, I was like, wow, no matter, but don't get me wrong. We all, this is realistic confidence. What we talk about here, mm -hmm. we're not always going to feel amazing and confident and wonderful every single day, but we still have to go out in the world and do things. We still have to show up. And I found that if I can at least get my hair to do what yeah. I need it to do, then I can tackle whatever it is. I have like my, I have my, not mask, but like I've got my armor on. Ooh, I like that armor. Yeah. I've got it's my armor, armor on. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what graphic liner is for you. I'm just, it's so interesting to me. I would love to hear, cause you talk a lot about never, like I've heard from your mouth, never too much. There's no such thing as like being too much. And I know you're my fellow people pleaser. Oh my gosh. I would just love to hear. I know it's, you're talking about people pleasing and makeup. Yes, because it goes in the same realm of what was that decision of, okay, I'm over the soft glam. I am overdoing what everybody else is putting out. I'm overdoing what everybody else is doing. I love graphic liner. I'm going to go full, full fledged in this and share the fun of graphic liner. Yeah, I think it was what we were talking about before. I just had a light bulb moment. It took me trying graphic liner for the first time to be like, this feels different. Not that mm. I didn't still feel pretty in the soft glam or in my lighter makeup looks, but I just felt like, what am I doing? Especially I'm trying to make content at the same time. I'm making YouTube videos and I'm like, I'm just making what everyone else is making. And not that there can't be many people in the space and it's going right. to be different because every person is different. But I just felt, I felt unfulfilled and I didn't know why. And it took mm -hmm. me trying graphic liner to be like, oh, I see so many more possibilities here. I always mm -hmm. loved art class in school growing up. Like those were always my favorite classes. I love drawing. I love painting. So once I realized like this is just painting on your face and I don't have to worry about perfectly blended eyeshadow because the amount of times I would just get so frustrated trying to blend eyeshadow and I have hooded eyes, depending on who you talk to. Some people tell me I don't, but eyeshadow yes. in the traditional sense in the crease, it just disappears. And I spend doesn't so do anything for me. <laughs> yes. So once I realized I could just go over the crease and completely ignore that area, I was like, mind blowing. I'm going to do that. My metaphorical brain to what you just said. Like the fact that you were like, okay, like this is a hard thing for me. And it's like the thing that I do that everybody else does, it's hard for me. I don't think it works for me. So let me go blaze my own path. Yeah. Oh my God, so juicy. I'm, I need to know, okay, like we're switching directions guys because this is how the confidence crash course goes. I need to hear about how 
the feeling of feeling like you have your armor on, really finding your place on the makeup side and how that kind of transitioned into what you talk about a lot now is like you're doing beautiful graphic liner looks, but the words coming out of your mouth in your posts are so, they hit every time. You talk, you're a mental health advocate. You talk a lot about the intersection of how mental health works throughout your entire life. I would love to hear know more of how you made that jump and how you bring these two things together because you do it so well. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I think that really comes from, I, I started doing makeup as a way to deal with mental health. I've been mm. wearing winged liner since I was like 15. That was always my thing. But throughout college and everything, I was a mascara and liner, nothing else girl. I was not really into all of the makeup things. Once I graduated college, immediately got very depressed and anxious because I had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew it wasn't what I went to college for, though. So I turned to beauty YouTube and I was like, oh, wow, these videos make me feel really great. I'm really interested in this thing called highlighter. I'm going to go buy one and just started like getting into it little by little. But then, like I said, I reached a point where I was like, I am trying so hard. I'm watching every tutorial. Why is it not looking the same on me? And it was a confidence hit, right? Because I was mm -hmm. like, I've I've absorbed all this information. I'm a Virgo. So I'm like, I've done the research. Why yes. is it still not working? I'm following the instructions perfectly. <laughs> and it wasn't until I did the graphic liner that I was like, oh, I think I was meant to be doing this. Because not that it was like giving up on something because it's hard. And I think that's no. why I, I tried to make the soft glam work for me for so long. Because I'm such a believer. And don't just give up because it's hard. Like, just keep trying to practice and practice. But I was, sorry, to bring it full circle, I started getting into makeup to deal with anxiety. Yeah. And I realized that style of makeup was not relieving the anxiety. And as soon mm. as I switched to something more creative, like graphic liner, where I truly believe you cannot make a mistake because it's just drawing on your eyes and you can't draw something wrong. I was like, oh, wow, this is so fun. I don't feel stressed doing this. I feel relaxed. When I start to feel anxious throughout the day now, I think to myself, okay, do I have time to film a look? Yeah, I do. And I'll put on Gilmore Girls on my computer and listen to that or listen to music and do my makeup and it helps me relax. Oh my gosh. No, I'm a big fan. Mine is I want to turn on Housewives and I want to write and organize my calendar. Ooh, That's like my easiest that. way of, I feel like everything's out of control. Ah! Do that. Or I go take a yeah. shower and wash my hair. No lie. If I need a yeah. reset, I wash my hair. And if, again, if my hair, mm -hmm. if my armor is, oh my gosh, I feel like I can attack the world because my hair looks good today. Yeah. I just, this blows my mind because I'm a big believer <laughs> in if you look good, you play good, you win. And yeah. there is something to be said. Don't get me wrong. I definitely think that a bunch, of, like I would say 75% of confidence comes from inside. But yeah. that's the hard place to start. I know that. And I we all know that, right? That's why we spend yeah. a lot of money on therapist bills. It's it's yep. hard from it's hard <laughs> to start there. So I feel like our armor, our hair, our makeup, our clothes, our the way we present ourselves is the easier place to start because you can have more fun playing around. I would love to hear switching gears again. I know who am I? So okay. back to it. this never too much philosophy. Where did mm -hmm. that really come from? Talk to me about like why you feel the need to say, no, there is no such thing as never too much. Like where does that, that feeling come from? 
yeah, I think I've always felt like a little bit too much growing up because I was very probably had undiagnosed ADHD my entire life. So I was hyperactive. I was like, I was shy, but once I got comfortable with you, you could not shut me up. And I was like that kid that's constantly giggling, like laughing. I was very gullible. And so I definitely had experiences with people where people would say, look, like you're being really annoying right now. They wouldn't come right out and say like too much, but that was the implication, right? As you're doing too much right now, like you need need to calm down. Simmer down. And clothing and whatnot. I've definitely had my, I'm sorry to call you out, mom, but my mom telling me, don't wear that. That's too much. Don't you think you're wearing a little, Mm -hmm. don't you think you're wearing a lot of makeup today? Even when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. she said she'd wing liner every day. She'd be like, ooh. She would always tell me, if you spent half as much time on your homework as you did on your eyeliner, you'd be doing a lot better in school. (laughs) Jokes on you, mom. I do eyeliner for a job now. It was all worth it. I love it. I love, no, I love that because I say all the time, I'm like, you guys, look at the cat in the background. Oh my God. I was going to say. Look at my little orange baby. Get off the, oh my God. This is the confidence crash course. No, this like, this hits on my brain so much because I feel like mine was clothes. I always wanted to be dressed up. I always wanted to look my best. And that was like something that really, I was the little girl. I was like, I can't go if I don't have the right outfit. So that was my thing. I totally hear it. I am so interested to hear from you your perspective on shrinking down to fit, like navigating as a young person, like a navigating, well, I'm being told to shrink. Not like they purposely say, hey, shrink down, but it's 10 years ago, there wasn't as much, I would say, like celebration of everything. It was more of stick to what you're doing. Do what everybody else is doing. And like when we were growing up, that was the vibe. It was straight eyebrows, be super skinny and go out and, but don't make any trouble. Like that was like the path we were supposed to be. And I didn't feel like that was, I was like, no, I don't like wearing t-shirt and jeans. Like everybody else yeah. that I was from, I want to wear a pretty dress. I want to put on a full face of makeup for school because it makes me feel good. Even though everybody else is still showing up in their bedhead. So I would love to hear your perspective on the process of having to fit into a box, but also being like your full self. Yeah, I think that's so hard. Immediately, as you were talking about shrinking yourself, I was reminded of when I started straightening my hair in middle school. Because I have curly hair like you, it's been back today, but I remember when that started to be a trend and I never really hated my wavy curly hair Mm -hmm. until I saw everyone straightening it. And then I straightened Mm -hmm. it for years and years. And then after that, I'd straight curled it and you straighten it and then you curl it because even if it's curly, it's gotta be, it can't be frizzy. So it has to be straight. It can't be frizzy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so much pressure to shrink yourself down. And it's like survival mode too, right? Because I relate to what you're saying on the jeans and the t-shirts and wearing my same high school football team sweatshirt every day and the same Mm -hmm. type of jeans that I had four pairs of Yeah, just to fit in. Not because I thought this is what makes me feel most me. I was like, this is what makes me feel most confident because I know it's not going to get me looked at. So it was like... Not the type of confidence that's self-fulfilling, the type of confidence that you need for survival of high school. 
realistic. I know. I That's what I feel like all the time because I feel like we talk about so much of like, blaze your own path. Do it. F high school because after I'm like, but yeah, but this is still like my entire, I hate telling high schoolers it'll be over in four years. No, this is their entire yeah. life for four years to tell somebody to don't get me wrong. If you have the ability and like the fortitude to blaze your own path that young, I'm proud of you. Me, I couldn't do it. I think we're like, let's all be realistic. We were trying to manage this line. Oh, my heart. I love literally everything you just said. I'm like ripping and being like, people listen to this. Oh my gosh. I would love to ask you one last thing on the whole shrinking yourself, putting yourself in a box thing. Now that we're adults, I'm sometimes cosplaying as an adult, but now that we're adults, (laughs) how do you navigate these feelings of no? I know realistically that when I wear a graphic liner look, nobody's really going to like tear down like the whole, like, and nothing's going to burn down if I wear my graphic liner look. I feel good about myself a lot. But how do you also navigate as an adult those feelings of are people looking at me? Do I feel like I'm showing up as my full self? Like, how do you blaze forward with those little girl thoughts still in your head? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not easy, and it definitely no. varies on the day. That's why I try to yes. really share online when I'm having a tough confidence day to be like, please don't think because you see me online wearing graphic liners to the grocery store that I don't still have days where I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be perceived by anyone. Yeah. But I try to remind myself that it's very empowering that if somebody were to come up to me, because I've definitely had people say to me before, is that really professional though? Should you be wearing that out if you're trying to like make connections? I went to an event, an influencer event a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to my mom about it on the phone the other day. And it was a skincare event. And she was like, oh, did you wear your makeup? Did you do the graphic liner? And I was like, yeah, of course. I matched it to the theme. And she was like, but was anybody else wearing graphic liners? And I said, you know what? They weren't. And it made me stand out. And I got a lot of compliments on it. So that's always how I try to think of it. Not, yeah. I no longer think of it from a way of, ooh, how can I fly under the radar? How can I make sure no one notices me? And now I try to think, like, how can I make myself feel like my most confident self so that I can walk into a room and know that I'm being me and I'm going to attract those people who are into that? Because whenever you enter a room, like, looking like your most bold self, I'm sure you know this with your curly hair. People know yes. this and they're like, Yes, you look great. Tell me everything. Oh, no, I cannot tell you whenever I feel like I show up as full Chloe. Don't get me wrong. I've posted about this before. Some days full Chloe is, you know, pajamas and some days full Chloe is like Mm -hmm. a ball gown. We have these days. That's (laughs) part of being realistic and showing up as your favorite self every day. I, oh my God, like your brain, Gio. I love you. Okay, seriously, I'm rolling out the red carpet for you right now. Please tell all of my people how to find you, why they should find you, and what they can like. Your podcast, tell them all. Yeah, wow. Thank you. You can find me on Instagram at glamgeo underscore NYC. I do live in New York, so you see some fun (laughs) little tidbits of New York life there. I talk about bold makeup and mental health on my Instagram account, but I talk about even more mental health stuff on my podcast, which is called Hard Feelings. And it's on YouTube. There's a visual. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Do I do anything else? I don't know. 
She does so many great things. Guys, Gio does so many great things. You literally just need to follow her. And I make it a point, I'm not even kidding, to check on you at least once a week. Algorithm. But I make it a point to check on you to be like, okay, is my girl Gio going through it too? Okay. Then I feel better. Usually, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the whole – this is what I love about doing what we do is – I love being an open book to be able to have these conversations. One, so my therapist bill isn't as expensive. And two, also because I think it's really important to have these conversations because I couldn't, when we were little girls, could you imagine if someone just told you, hey, listen, nobody really gives a shit if you're wearing graphic liner, just wear it. Or yeah. you that little that little shithead in your class that's making fun of you for wearing what you want to wear, doing what you want to do, showing up how you want to show up. Yeah, they'll probably be balding at 30. So it's okay. Yeah. I you wish know? I learned what projecting <laughs> was when I was a teenager. I feel like if someone had just taught me that whenever someone is picking on you, they're projecting their own insecurities, I would have been like, wow. I feel like I would have oh gotten into bold makeup and clothing so much earlier. Oh. Once I figured that out, I was like, oh, it's a them problem. <laughs> I don't need to change anything about me. <laughs> that's such a much more healthy version of my mom's teachings of they're just jealous of you. <laughs> do that too. Say so it's, it's the jealous of you, you to projection so pop like pipeline. <laughs> yeah. It's the like the projection pipeline. To handle. I'd be like, why are they jealous of me? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what am I? Yeah. No, if they would just been like, no, they're just mad at themselves. I've been like, okay. No, instead, I gave myself a complex. Who knows? Seriously, Gio, this has been freaking fabulous. What a literal crash course in, oh my God. We, I feel like we hit a lot of things. I'm so excited for people to come over to you and start soaking up all of the amazing things that you do. And I will be damned if I do not get you on to teach me how to do a graphic liner look because I'm so ready. That's a wrap for this sesh of the Confidence Crash Course. If you like what you heard today, share this episode with a friend who could use a confidence boost. If you haven't already liked, subscribed, rated, or reviewed on whatever platform you're currently on, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. If you haven't gotten your fill of me yet, get a little more by following at Confidence Crash Course on all social platforms and join our community in the Confidence Crash Crusher Facebook group. Until the next session, stay confident and stay crashing.